a very special edition of the Choke Artist Podcast, Teachers Who Rock. See, I, I was saying teachers who punk, punk, punks who teach. Well, that's what I was thinking of calling it punk teachers, but I feel like if you're if you call yourself punk, it's not punk. Like punk ass. Is it like teaching DIY? Yeah, like the school of rock. Yeah. Oh, no, there's that two different. My kids keep calling me Jack Black, so that works. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. <laughs> They're just like fat white guy that plays guitar. They're like, hey, you're Jack Black. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh. Elio and Liz are here. They're two dear friends of mine. And we're all teachers by in public schools. This is yeah. true. Yeah. So in I, Jersey. Well, I'm in New York. In New York and Jersey. New York, New Tri-State area. That's right. Yeah, I'm in the Bronx now. I moved. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And that that's probably is a big juxtaposition from where you were, right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. an SAT level word. Good job. Thank you. I kind of had a hard time getting through it. No, actually. You, you did a good job. Yeah. Joe did well in his SATs. I did, but then I didn't, you know. Wait, wait what'd college. you score? But it's one. It's one. It was out of twenty four hundred, mm-hmm. and it wasn't amazing. It was like eighteen something. That's pretty good. That's better than I did. Yeah, I, I got like fifteen hundred, and it was out of twenty four, so it wasn't even like. Yeah, none of it matters. The oh. older I get, the more. I, f- I mean, now that I'm a teacher too, I feel like, I like like being a positive influence on people's lives and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we are that, but then like, I don't know, so much of it doesn't matter. It just teaches you to be a good person. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, even in the environment I'm teaching in at this point, it's all just giving them a place for where 45 minutes they feel comfortable and like They're feel safe. like they, yeah, They're they fed. can express themselves. Yeah. yeah. I have so many snacks. They know me as the snack teacher. It's bad. That's what's up. That's how you get them on your side, though. Yeah. I made four trays of baked ziti the day before Thanksgiving and oh. gave them. Oh, yo, teacher of the year right here. That's really I'm cool. trying. Yeah. They went ballistic. They never had baked ziti before and they were, they were just mad it was vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> What grade do you teach? I teach 10th and 12th grade. Okay. Um, Regents level. I teach four ICT courses, so there's co-teachers in all of them. Um, ICT, break it down for uh, if anyone listening doesn't know. Oh, what does ICT stand for? Do you know what ICT stands for? Is it for? like inclusion type? That's got to be some New York terminology. Yeah, also, we don't have that. Hold on. I'm going to Google that real if, quick. If there's like an aid or something, it's probably a Using class. technology resources. So Get there's that. no aid. But I have two different teachers I teach with. One is um, a special ed teacher who works with several of the students in the classroom. I think like my small, all my classes have special um, students with special needs, students with um, disabilities in them. Yeah. So. um, Sounds like an inclusion classroom. Yeah, it's basically an inclusion classroom. And so I have one teacher that focuses on that. Um, oh yeah, the collaborative teaching units. Um, and then another teacher who is ELL, so English, English language learners. Cause I have every single class except for one has a student who, at least one student whose first language is not English. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the same in my school, at least. You're what grade again? Cause you're general music, right? I am. I teach kindergarten through fifth grade. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And Joe, what about you? Uh, third, fourth and fifth instrumental music. So you're like the band teacher? Yeah, band and orchestra. Cool. So, it's fun. I like uh, I like being their introduction to music for mm-hmm. a lot of them. I like getting them into it. Yeah. You know? I hope they all start bands. Yeah. Like, I saw some of my sixth graders that I had last year in fifth grade. I saw them recently. like, you got to start a band now. Like, that's what I did in sixth grade. <laughs> I started playing bad Green Day covers. Yep. And they know Green Day, and they're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, that's all. You just have to do it. That's yep. it. So. Well, that's like I was telling I was telling Joe downstairs, like literally I have students who've never seen guitars in person mm. before. So along with English, I teach I forgot this was all not on the podcast before, but um, <laughs> my school was like, oh, hey, we have this empty music classroom or this music closet. Do you want to take a look in it? And I said, OK. So I opened it and there were six guitars in there, uh, three regular guitars, three bass guitars. Um, I know how to play guitar. I know poorly how to play bass. So. I'm now teaching guitar lessons twice a week after school to about 15 kids, which is cool. I also have a full band's worth of instruments. So there's like those drum, the percussions that are like sit in front of you. Yeah. And like 300 flutes. Really? Like literally 300? Yeah. That's awesome. a lot of flutes. I want to know how the school acquired 300 flutes. I want to know... Were they given a chunk of change and someone said, I just want everyone to learn the flute. Like, I just want to know what... And it's like, they have everything. There's like saxophones in there. Um, Is a bassoon an instrument a band usually has? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a bassoon, I think. Wow. And there's no music teacher there. Nope. The only music teacher they had left four or five years ago. So they haven't had a music class. And they never never filled it? No. 
we're a really, really uh, high needs district in terms of like money wise. Sure. So we don't have enough for a uh, music teacher. Okay. We have an art teacher, and I think that covers our like arts. Okay, because legally you have quota. to provide you know x amount of classes but yeah if it's covered I'm also yeah. new york could be way different yeah music and art is one yeah and it's high school too i'm thinking elementary yeah it's, so at high school it's an elective right so, yeah okay so no, it's it's yeah. interesting we're like a business focused school so a lot of our classes are business based also like virtual enterprise things okay. like that it's pretty cool we're teaching kids how to run their own business and we have a lot of students from different countries so them coming in with like a certain skill set, they're able to translate what they've already learned at their home country to business skills. So it's kind of cool seeing all that kind of stuff run together. That's interesting. My students today said they want to be YouTubers when, when they grow up because I have like 10 year olds. And I said, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at me. Hey, YouTube. And then I made fun of it. And then I could see that their feelings were hurt. And I was like, well, no, if you like, you know, it could be neat. But I, that's you know. what that's a, pe- I that's would say a, one in five kids. What do you want to be when you grow up? A YouTuber. YouTuber, Because that's all I watch. It's true. And I it's kind of, you know, I guess it's filled the void of television. Like people just watch YouTube mm-hmm. videos now and kids. So they like aspire to be that. They watch like game playthroughs. Yeah. They don't even play the games. They just watch them. Yeah. 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 You know what's crazy, though, and something I've taken note of, the school district I used to work at did one-to-one Chromebooks, so every mm-hmm. single student, and that's when I taught 8th grade and 7th grade, so every 8th grader got their own Chromebook that they carried around, and you would think that these kids would know how to use computers and know how to use the internet because they grew up with it, but they're like less knowing of technology than we were when we were first introduced to computers and the internet. Like we grew, I mean, we're relatively around the same age, so yeah. like when we grew up, it, it was like introducing to the internet knowing how to use a computer a lot of these kids don't know how to do any type of like word processing skills or troubleshooting or anything like that if there's not an app for it that tells them how to do it they won't do it yeah it's wild the way apple stuff is it's like so user-friendly that you don't need to really think logistically about the heart the hardware i guess they don't know the difference between like what a google drive or like what a google doc is and what a word doc is they don't know that those are like actual things that's a good point yeah because they grew up when google drive was already a thing and why go back to you know (laughs) using other programs yeah yeah i don't know (laughs) i don't know why maybe we should just all get on google drive I have my, I love, I've been forcing I, oh, my school. Oh, for teaching. Oh, I use it so much. Yeah. I've been so forcing convenient. my teachers. I work with a lot of older teachers and I'm like sitting yeah. down with them after school and teaching them how to use Google. Yeah, our district <laughs> offers like a ton of Google training, you know? Yeah. And we have teachers who are tech, like tech support, aside from our ITs mm-hmm. that are paid a stipend to teach, you know, educators how to use a computer and how to use the internet it's actually what my graduate degree is in. Yeah. I'm in the middle of grad school right now. I got like a kind of a year left um, where it's all educational technology. So how to use technology in the classroom, how to teach teachers how to use technology, all that fun stuff. Wow. Mm-hmm. You got to be better at it. Like. You got to be better at it than your kids are. A couple steps ahead. You know? Yeah, at least a couple. Like yeah. I, yeah, saying couple steps ahead is like perfect. Like you don't yeah. need to know everything, but just a little bit. To... I need to know how to find answers, right? Mm-hmm. This is how you can figure it out. Like, there's ways. Yeah. So. It's a good tool for getting kids to think creatively, too. You, you know, there's mm-hmm. apps and stuff. You can write music or, you yeah. know, do you, how do you integrate it into your classroom? Well, my class now is a little bit different because we don't have a lot of technology in the school I'm in. Um, we have a couple carts, but they're a little testy. So it's sure. like, yeah. With us, it's just a battle to make sure we learn for the day is what we're doing. Sure. Of course. But um, the big thing that I've always had with technology and the kind of idea I've took with it is that teaching kids how to be able to figure out how to use it on their own. Sure. There's like a sense of um, student advocacy in the way they do things where it's like, hey, I'm not going to teach you like content specific things, but I'm going to teach you how to use a search engine or how to use a computer to become a smarter person. Sure. Yeah, that's it's, a, it's a powerful tool. Yeah, it's like how to parse through information. Same thing with reading literature. Like, I'm, there's no way a kid's gonna like every single book they read. But if you know how to read a book, then your college life or wherever career you go into is gonna be easier. Yeah, that's right. Like, kind of unbiased, like, or you know, still process everything. I forgot what I was gonna say. Fuck. Um, what were you saying before? The um, reading a book thing. Sorry. Ah, uh, there's like a level of. I mean. The way I look at teaching English, because I've been teaching English now for 
four years, which is crazy because I was thinking of a conversation you and I had once outside the meat locker when I just started student teaching. Oh my goodness. I, I can recall that conversation, but what do you I just, tell me about it? <laughs> I forget what the conversation was about, but it just blew my mind that I was like, that was four years ago. And I was like, oh, I'm just starting to be a teacher. Hell yeah. And now it, it's flying by. I'm like this five years. seventh yeah, year. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. I'm almost five years into my career, like half a decade. You had a student teacher. I've had two. You've had two? And I have kids from Rutgers come and observe, like, weekly. Oh, that's wild. And then I, like, you know, evaluate them. And Did you make both student teachers cry or just one? Um, Please say both. Yeah, they both have definitely cried at one point. <laughs> yeah. Very sweet. Very yeah, sweet yeah, women, though. a good reality check. Uh, did you tell, tell us, did you feel cooler than your student teachers? I mean, other than the fact you are, but you probably, <laughs> probably are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're cool. You know, they they're both very humble, and you don't always get that. They're just ready to learn and take in the opportunity. And you know, a lot of some teachers will get a student teacher and not necessarily want to give them that freedom to teach. Yeah. Um, but I make sure that they have a few weeks where they're running the show and they're doing the lesson plans. And as a teacher, it can be hard because you're sitting in the back taking notes, and you want to jump in and help. But you have to let them struggle and find their way because that's the best way to learn, right? Yeah, for sure. You and then when they out. leave, it's like you get back in front of your kids. You're like, okay, Spagwin's back. Uh, remember what we do like with me? We got to like go back to that. You <laughs> yeah, know? you got to tame them again, kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they both have jobs and they're doing well. So. That's awesome. Good. Cool. That's, it makes me feel really good. I yeah. feel like really cool. with a lot of my friends who graduated or people I know that are like, oh, we want to be teachers or high school kids I talk to that want to be teachers. Mm-hmm. They really don't know how much work it actually is to be a teacher and especially to be like the three of us are like heavily involved in other things yeah. yes <laughs> so balancing yes. all of that like because i mean i've worked three jobs up until this year mm-hmm. my entire career of teaching i feel that I plus feel that. a diy band and all that craziness and you guys have always had band like you've had like 12 bands joe and then yeah i don't know i'm take i take it one day at a time yeah. but i feel like i'm just getting my ass kicked it's <laughs> nuts oh you wake up like exhausted yeah. you get home at like one in the morning and you have to be up at yeah, five i was saying to, someone was like are you okay like um i don't know a teacher maybe and i was like you know i've never gotten hit by a bus but i think this is what that would feel like. Like I'm just like walking through. Like my face is gray. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I literally got home from a show once, so like probably two thirty in the morning, and then I like, you know, seven hours later, I'm in front of like twenty kids all holding violins, and I literally thought to myself, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> yeah. We played. Was it Boston? We played a show. Like oh, this is I think before you were teaching. Yeah. Oh, we'll get back. We'll get the back. Car broke down. The van broke down. Joe and get you know you stayed in Boston yeah we rented a car back we got in at like six and then I had like my school concert or an assembly area with all (laughs) all 600 kids the next morning and I was just like wow you know but it's really cool like to do both it's cool to do both um, a, lot, a lot of times for me, my adrenaline kicks in and I just get through it kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of survival after, mode. You know, and but... then you, you sleep for like 100 hours <laughs> yeah. when you can. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't know if you, any of you felt this, um, but when I first started teaching, I felt like I had to keep my music life and like in the best, the worst separate. And I didn't want people to know and I didn't want them to be in my business or I didn't want to hear their opinion. Yeah. Um, like my first year or two, I kept it very secret. And then within time, I just found a way to be that same person in the classroom that I am outside and at shows. And of course, you know, I'm not cursing as much as I am outside of the classroom, <laughs> but it's definitely helped along the way. Oh, they are very, you know, very different things. Oh, it's so hard. I remember when I first started, I was like 20 or 21 because mm-hmm. I started teaching I had my student teaching my last year of college. Then I graduated and started teaching more at the same school. And they all found the longest Monday. And, like, I don't know if you remember the longest Monday. I know you remember the longest Monday. Horrible easy core band. (laughs) Like, straight up, like, breakdown after. And there were so many live videos on the internet of me, like, 15 years old. Just screaming, cursing, posse jumping. And you just found it by typing my name. 
And so I was horrified when I first started, but now um, I'm 25 and I'm teaching. I realized that like the fact that I'm a musician and the fact that I am part of a DIY community can really attribute to well to a classroom. And it shows the kids that there's like a life outside of school and like having to balance both is like somewhat an impressive skill. So now they're like, oh, you're in a band? I'm like, yeah, I'm in this band, um, I'm in this band Gombo. And they're like, what the heck's Gombo mean? I'm like, I don't really know. <laughs> and um, even like I was telling Joe before, like a kid looked at my hand the other day when I was helping him. And he goes, mister, you got na- nail polish on your hands. I'm like, mm. yeah, I do. And he or I was like, no, it's paint. He goes, no, that's nail polish. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. And he goes, oh, you're real goth. I'm like, yeah, you're, <laughs> fucking, you're fucking right, bud. There's <laughs> one bus driver that refers to me as the goth teacher. Hell yeah. That's like my only goal is to be like, you know, it's like, okay, but I get it. I wear a lot of black, all black. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of tattoos that I let show. Like, I get it. But the goth teacher. How are you with your tattoos, Joe? Because you got that equal sign. Do you wear like a dress shirt? You ever wear shorts? I don't give a shit. I don't care. (laughs) No. The kids ask and I'm like, oh yeah, here it is. Oh my. I change the subject quick because I'm like, whatever it turns into, even if we talk about it, it's going to take away from the lesson. Yeah, it's a very nice I get like, Oh, it's like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, they're all like, oh, what do your tattoos mean? And like when I get it, because when I was in high school, like my tattoos have to have meaning. Like my first tattoo was a patent pending tattoo, which is <laughs> still awful. But now <laughs> I have right. this giant thing on my shoulder and they're like, oh, oh what does that nice. mean? And I'm like, oh, it means nothing. And they're like, what? I'm yeah. like, no, I just have a tattoo artist in the city I really like, and I just give him money, and he does things to I me. I love that you get that, like, so what's the meaning behind it? You know, you have the older kids, and I get, like, what happened to your arm? You know? Yeah. Like, they don't know how to say it. They go, yeah, they go, when did that happen? Does that come off? And I, you know, I'm like, oh, it's a tattoo. I move away from it. Sometimes I'm like, no, I just woke up. I just woke up like this. I don't know what happened. And yeah. Yeah. I remember they saw my equal sign once because I have an equal sign back here. And they were just like, mister, why do you have an equal sign tattooed on you? And I look at them and I just go, because I hate everybody equally. And they're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good answer. It's fu- Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. I cut you off. No, go on. It, it's just funny because like, we had um, the other day. This is what's weird about the school I'm in now. The school community is such an important aspect of it. and. Oh, yeah. We're in a community that's not really supported outside of school. So our principal and our administration is trying really hard to give the students something to connect with. So we have like monthly faculty versus student games and sports. Oh, wow. So I played soccer from age like three up until I was about 20. And we had a first student soccer, a student versus faculty soccer game. My legs are covered in tattoos. So the minute I walked onto the basketball thing where we were playing mm-hmm. soccer, just a chorus of children of erupted. Of course, of course. A chorus. <gasps> yeah, it was just a, like 300 students screaming. <laughs> that rules. It was awesome. I felt like a superstar. It was yeah. rad. What's up? Yeah, I felt like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now who won? What I think? Oh, we got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> it was me and like I'm the youngest person in my school. Everyone else is above 50. I was the only one running. Yeah. (laughs) I almost blacked out minutes into it. (laughs) It's, I feel like playing bands and shit taught us how to like, just grind shit out and like make us cool. Uh, We're like totally cool, but like, no, we can like relate to people and kids and like, we're always good for a hang. It feels like, yeah. Like, and I, I don't know, playing in bands taught me to work hard because you know we started diy bands you run your own fucking shows that's you, right yeah. you book your own tours you know you record shit you put out your own cds like you know it's a lot that goes into it and all that planning i feel like prepared me to teach in a lot of ways oh definitely i think even like the idea of whatever happens you got to still deal with it like think about the amount mm-hmm. of shows we've played where like something horrible happens during a set or like something crazy happens and you got to sure. like adapt to it. It's the same thing with teaching. Yeah, I was about to say it's like you're always on. It's a show. Yeah. Yeah. You know. We're performers at heart. I mean. That's right. You got to you got to be ready at all times to just go with it too. Let me ask you this. You ever like you're in the middle of teaching and you ever have like a bit go over really well when you're teaching with them like a joke or something and you like play that up a little bit more you're like all right, come on, bring the laughs. Bring the laughs. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's bad. Probably different because you have old kids and I yeah. have little kids. So mine was probably way stupider. <laughs> but yeah. What's your crazy? Yeah, we riff oh. a lot. 
Yeah. We got our inside jokes. It, yeah. It's fun with kids. They like the riffing with them and making the jokes, and they're like, yeah, we're in on it, Mr. Vesel. Well, there's we so it. many, because there's a lot of teachers, too, that just play bad cop the whole time. I mean, for a lot yeah. of people, teaching just turns into a fucking job. Which is all, I could never do it if that happened. That yeah. would drive me insane. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's hard work, but like, it's fucking sick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's fun. Like, uh, I, I, I admit to it, like, discipline is definitely my weak point. I'm bad at disciplining sure. kids, but at the yeah. same time, I'm like, come on, they're 16. They, I'm, they need someone that can hang. Yeah. You, you, know, you have to get on their level. And a lot of people, adults, teachers, whatever, feel like respect should be there, but like you earn someone's respect. Yeah. So like, just because you're teaching a group of 12-year-olds, however old they are, like they don't know you shit, no. right? So but people feel like you know they're above kids they're above their students and it's bullshit yeah so i just try to be the exact opposite i think like a big thing for me too because i'm teaching in such a unique environment where i teach kids from 14 years old to 21 mm-hmm. so i have students that are sophomores but they're 19 years old 20 years old sure. and for them coming to my class is like a huge thing for me i'm always like if you're 18 19 and you're a sophomore and you show up to my class out of all of them i take that as like a pretty big move so i let the kids know i'm appreciative of it and yeah that goes a long yeah way. for sure definitely does you know you want to make them feel valued and make their hard work knowledge and it can't always be like sit down oh do that like right. yeah there's a there's a big divide in my school between old teachers and young teachers mm-hmm. And even like some of the young teachers aren't cool. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just I, I don't want to say it. it's. I don't want to say like normies, but like it's just it's just different. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Do you um? Do you have a hard time separating? I mean, Liz, you said you you embraced it, like your personal life from your teaching life. I've been teaching for three. This is my third year, and I still don't know how to be a person. So, Joe, you have three years, and you have how many? Four. I've got yeah, I've got seven. Yeah, you started really up. Yeah, but um, like I don't tell teachers. I talk to them about that. I play shows. I sent one teacher the, a music video because she asked. It's a sure. teacher I share a room with, and I sent it to her. She never said anything. And I was what like, music I'm, video? I sent her like an invalid song because there's no cursing, and okay. it's like mm-hmm. kind of accessible. It's not accessible. Like the least, least screaming. Least offensive, you know. All sure. the Angles videos, like someone's like drinking a beer or something yeah. stupid. <laughs> so I sent her one of those. And uh, she said nothing. So I was like, all right, I don't need to do this anymore. Like, I don't tell them, like, oh, I'm playing a basement show. You know, I tell them I have a gig because that sounds <laughs> more yeah, better. Yeah, I try to do that, too. Um, but I also gig. So, like, I will also have gigs. Um, I told some today I was playing a basement show. I guess the, I just don't like – I mean, I'm a, I am was a very online. I'm a very online person. Yeah. So I don't want anyone to know that I'm, like, extremely sure. online. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I just keep it as simple. It's a punk band. Um, Some... I had these couple teachers who aren't at the school anymore. They'd be like, oh, can you picture like Falcon on a stage, like rocking out like with her trombone? Like, I'm like, yeah, that's and, like, how I know Falcon. And like, I like, fe- like it felt embarrassed almost. Ooh. Not like I thought what I was doing was wrong, but like, why is this funny to you? And then you look around and you would like, I have a moment of like I'm so different from these people. Yeah. Like I think I'm better, but just like I can't relate to their lives. Yeah. And uh so yeah, I would like kinda try to hide away from it. But Well, Joe, it's like what you said before, it's like different worlds. Yeah. It's totally different like mindsets of what we find important and everything, you know? Like even the idea of driving two hours mm-hmm. just for a show. Like, I mean Think about like like I'll drive to Philly from where I live. That's about a two and a half hour, two hour drive. That's not a big deal. I drove an hour and a half to get here today, and that's nothing. Yeah. The, a lot of my coworkers, if you're like, oh yeah, you got to drive like forty five minutes, they're like, oh what the fuck? Is yeah. that your whole day? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't sleep. What? No. Yeah. It's just like what do those people do? I feel like a lot of people are just very family centric, and that's that's say, it. That's all they do. I think a lot of teachers and a lot of like elementary classroom teachers they went to school they were good at school they got into college it was easy they get into the classroom i'm kind of jumping topics but can't really relate to kids who have struggled in school like i know i struggled like through middle school through high school um we were talking about sats earlier like my scores i don't even know what i like blocked it out (laughs) but i got into music school my private teacher was like liz you need to know i fought 
to get you into this college. Like mm-hmm. they didn't want to take you because of your grades, but you know, you turn it around. Um, oh, I didn't shoot. know that. Well, That's well, awesome. Oh yeah. First lesson. <laughs> I was like, Bob, Liz, nice to meet you. He's like, yeah, you know, in your audition, you showed a lot of room for improvement and mm-hmm. oh, holding shit. the trombone wrong. I mean, I feel like I'd play, but he was like, yeah, just, I need you to know like, like for you. I was like, Thank you. That's so nice. Thank you. Dad? (laughs) Dad? (laughs) Yeah. But um, I got off of what you were originally saying. But Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you follow this cookie cutter kind of thing, which isn't bad all the time. But go to school, go to college, got to get married, got to have kids before 30. And, uh, yeah. It makes me so anxious. Not not for me at all, but... You know, there's a baby shower every month and you got to give money and you want to support them. And then you can't help but feel like, am I running out of time? And, you know, that's our makeup as people and as a woman. But like, it's wild. You have to constantly remind yourself, OK, why am I here? I'm here for the kids. What else do I value in my life? Like, ask yourself, am I happy with what I'm doing? Yes. OK, that's that's what matters. Am I making some sort of positive change? in some way to someone yeah that's amazing right? that's how you do a lot of people yeah you know, if you have like uh, 200 kids singing and like having fun and stuff like you know well i see 600 kids every week 600 different kids wow. and you know between august august through november i teach the marching band also so that's another like 100 high school kids so i know i'm affecting people right yeah hopefully always positive i mean yeah you, Joe, you've seen, you know how I am as a teacher, but I don't know. Yeah. It's, just, it's a lot. Just think about that for one second, though. That's fucking crazy. Like, oh, shit. This froze. Hold on one sec. Oh, damn. Fuck. Okay, wait. Is it still going? It's still going. Never mind. Hell Come yeah. On. Okay. Um, um, as I was saying, think of, yeah, think it's about fucking that. crazy. Like, you take <laughs> 300, 600 kids and you make them make music. And, and they... They rise up every lesson like they constantly amaze me with what they're able to do. And it's just when I put on our school concerts and assemblies, like my goal is to put on something that, of course, the kids feel proud of, the families feel proud of, but that people would maybe even pay a couple bucks to see and then also leave thinking like, oh, that wasn't what I thought an elementary concert would sound like. And I get that feedback and it feels so good, you know, yeah, I could imagine a couple of years ago I had this like a core group of students, 10 girls who I taught ukulele to, and a boy who plays set, Joe taught him privately, and Mad a girl good. who had been playing Mad guitar, good. and this boy who played piano, and they would come in first just once a week during recess, and then every day during recess, and then before school I would meet with drums, keyboard, guitar, and I would teach the, the core group like how to write chord progressions, how to play together, and they, they can hang you know they would accompany the concerts like really inspiring that's out of this world that's crazy and uh yeah the one piano kid he moved to chicago i'm sure he's still doing well think about him you know but the boy who plays drums and the girl on guitar like you know they they play in middle school but i had him come back for our concert on tuesday they mm-hmm. played along last year i had him play at a school event and the three of us just, we improv like the whole night. I was like, here, here are the chords, like listen around. And it's and cool to teach them like how to do that. And like, oh, when you're at an event, you have to be aware of who's on the microphone. And sometimes you have to stop playing. Sometimes they are going to get requests, you know. And these and are middle schoolers to, you're doing this with? Middle they were in elementary. sixth grade at the time. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. cool. They're that, like a real bad. That's wild. Like, that's out of this world. Yeah. Well, I was telling, I was telling <laughs> Joe and Cheech downstairs. Really cool. Like I had a moment today with a kid. He came, he walked into my room at the end of the day. It was like two 30. I was like trying to book it out of there mm-hmm. and he stopped by. He goes, Oh, mister, can I play with one of the bass guitars? I'm like, all right, I'm not going to say no to this kid. He can right. play the bass. So he sat down, he's messing around. He played standing bass in his church band before this. Oh. And so he was like playing with the electric for the first time. And I'm sitting there watching him. I'm like, all right, I'm going to mess around with this kid and see what he's up to. So I pulled out one of the electric guitars and mm-hmm. I plugged it in and just started playing some like basic blues riffs. And we sat for like 10, 15, 20 minutes playing with each other, just like jamming on blues. And it was cool seeing like the sense of accomplishment this kid had where he's like, I'm hanging, I'm playing bass right now. And there's a guy soloing over. Like it was really cool. <laughs> yeah. awesome. That is awesome. 
I've, I've noticed like I I don't know kids say bye a certain way when they I don't know I felt like I was important to a certain group of kids today because they're like all right bye see you next week and I was yeah. like oh that's awesome they actually like like being here yeah and like my class even even on days when I'm pissed off I'm like right. or like you know being more strict they still overall appreciate it so that's of that's course. nice yeah. yeah it's different for me and Liz because we teach music too so I mean, I don't know. I, maybe that's unfair to say, but because I'm like, how oh, could you not like music? But I feel like it's harder when you teach like a subject area. Well, I feel like it's even. I feel like it's harder for all, both of you because you guys have like those kids. Like, how many times are you gonna get like a a jock in your classroom who's like, I hate instruments. Yeah. So music like, sucks. So Joe's situation, it's elective based. Right? Yeah, my kids want to be there for the most part. Or their parents are forcing. Right. Yeah. For me, every kid has the class once a week, but then they can also do extra mm-hmm. music classes. So yeah, like I'll, you know, we'll get those kids sometimes that I don't sing. Although I have to say, I don't know. All my kids, they, they do it. You know, they do the thing. Yeah. Um, like right from when they walk in in kindergarten, the first day they're singing on their own in front of everyone. And I try to just constantly build that. So by the time they're 10 and they're, getting self-conscious right it's like innately it, like it's in them that they don't have to worry about it it's mm-hmm. like a safe zone for expression and creating da, 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 da. yeah and i feel like that's really helped that's nice yeah next year i'll have my first group of kids that i started in kindergarten oh wow. that's sick and yeah yeah that's you're gonna cool. feel so old you're oh, gonna yeah. feel so old <laughs> yeah. i was telling joe the other day i was in target and i hear miss fackleman miss fackleman i run into kids all the time but this girl was working i was like do you remember me and i didn't but i was like ah, mm-hmm. she, it was like eight in the morning she's like are you gonna come to my high school concert and i was like oh yeah i'll be there and uh that was weird i'm like oh i taught you and you work like how did this happen yeah i think i have a really funny situation that's similar to that um the first group of kids i ever taught were sophomores i think maybe juniors mm-hmm. And so last year, Gombo went to go play Oneonta, which is where I went to college, yeah. and we played a house show there. And I'm sitting there, and I'm setting up the guitar, and all of a sudden, I just hear, Mr. Vezza! And I'm like, oh, no. And I turn, and one of my students, who is now a senior at Oneonta, was just belligerent. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, yeah, we get to see your oh. band play. And I'm like, oh, I need to go home now. Yeah, it's tricky. It's funny. Yeah. Joe knows how I f- how I feel. Well, on yeah, because definitely I'll, different when they're in college. I was mm-hmm. helping with the high school marching band a little bit, not as much as her, but um, you know, these kids came to our start coming to our shows, like our shows and the other bands they play. And, you know, now they're in college, so it's a little different. I don't care what you're in college, right? But like one of them messaged me recently and was actually like, "Thank you for being so cool and not being weird when we came to your shows." And I was like, yeah. Unlike Fackelman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I mean, I didn't care that you were there as long as, like, I think you guys I've were been staying to out shows of trouble. Where your students show up. Yeah. It's, tr- yeah. it's just like when, when you're in high school and you show up, I don't care if you go to like a, sh- a show at a venue, but like we're at a house Locker. show and people are drinking and, and smoking and like whether I am or not, but like, you know, the kids can't be around that. And if you're there and you're the teacher, like, there's the rules you have to follow. Yeah. So yeah. I just try to not be there yeah, for yeah. that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's weird. I went to go to one of Joe's shows and a kid who, you know, I was kind of teaching or had taught, but it was, you know. Kid who went to our township. Yeah. Went to school in our township. He was there. And I was like, Joe, I, I got to go. <laughs> so I was like, why? I was like, I just... I was feeling kind of paranoid, but I was like, I just, I can't risk it, man. I can't risk it. Yeah, it's, it's understandable. Uh, Do you guys get that weird sense of paranoia that comes to being a teacher? I feel like I'm paranoid a lot with teaching. Of just like, is this a setup for paranoia? <laughs> Do you have the best of the worst fans? Nah. Um. Yes. Uh, that, Always. That meant, that meant a lot to me. Yeah. That the best <laughs> of the worst deep cut. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, always paranoid. Sure. Literally, constantly. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Like about just anything in school. Just literally, I'll have pictures taken of me, and I'm just like, who the fuck's gonna see that? Uh, it's it's gotten yeah. it's gotten less severe. With, yeah. with time, but yeah. Yeah, I've just kind of been reckless and like, oh, hope this is all cool. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, hope I can do a podcast and never anyone finds out. Don't tell my principal. <laughs> 
I, I told my dad, I was like, I was driving here and I was talking to my dad. He's a very Italian man, very, very Italian person. And um, he was like, oh, you're on a podcast. And first off, I was surprised he knew what a podcast was. <laughs> um, but he goes, oh, careful what you say. I'm like, what? And he's like, you don't know who's listening. That's right. Like, you right, never dad. do. <laughs> CIA, FBI. And he was like, you got to be good to your school. I'm like, I will be. I'm not going to say their name, though. <laughs> you know, some people. Oh, is that a stink bug rolling out your blinds? Yeah, no, that's cool. They live here. It's fine. Joe, eat it. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat no, it. Eat it. No, I'm no. not gonna eat the stink bug. <laughs> For oh, our listeners, gone. he's eating the stink bug. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. No, actually, he though he he knocked the blinds down, and now the stink bug. We can't see it, but we know it's still here. So. Why are they called stink bugs? Because they smell you, bad when you kill when them. You kill, yeah. Oh no, I don't kill them here. So. And they attract others when you, don't you kill, kill them. Here. Oh, there's like, dude, there's like four dead ones right here. They died in the window. That's why there's yeah. More. That's why there's more. <laughs> oh shit! All right. <laughs> Oh, whatever. Um, Stink bug house. What were we saying? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Your dad was like, you know. Oh, oh, you're on the podcast. We're always on. When I, like, as teachers. Like, yeah. Out of the classroom. You know, I live. I do live in the town I teach in. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll be in Westfield, like, 40 minutes away. Miss Fackleman, you know. We were at Stop and Shop. The woman in front of us, like, I teach her, her boys. And then I'm, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I was just cursing a lot. But whatever, like I'm an I'm an adult. I'm not at work, but yeah, you know, well, there people is that. have this conception of who teachers should be all the time. Like, oh, you're a teacher. Whoa, you must. Oh, be you got your summers off. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Don't and I, even... I'm like, well, for, they're not paid summers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm working, and uh, okay. Well, people expected me okay. when I became a teacher, like. How are you a teacher? Like knowing me outside of work, it's yeah. Like, like they expect you to be like some kind of priest, like yeah, all, sure. in your whole life, all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like no, like we're cool, we're cool people. I think teachers, like go the hardest. Yeah, like, I'll go out for happy hour. Yeah, some, <laughs> you know, there's some fucking wine moms. In we my, get we yeah. get banned. There's some bars that like we can't go to <laughs> because of some other people's actions. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's all good. Well, it's like I feel like every good teacher I know goes like it's just passionate, like real passionate, but about everything. Yeah. So it's like if they're gonna drink, they're drinking. <laughs> if they're gonna like, like party, that. they're gonna party. Like yeah, and that's some wild forty-year-olds that I part that I like have, <laughs> I've seen. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how to make friends in my job. Really, I don't know. I'm just overtly I'm, friendly to everybody. That's good. Yeah, but I'm also People. obnoxiously friendly. So that's good. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I get like anxious I don't know it's also like so you're when I like I taught what you did for two years doing instrumental music and it's pull out lessons and the kids elect to do it you have to make the schedule you have to convince teachers that they're gonna be okay with you pulling them out once or twice a week it's a lot of bartering. It's a, like a political game and yeah. you're basically an inconvenience to these teachers right they don't really see your purpose as that instrumental music teacher. They don't when see the value. When you teach general music, you are their prep. So they're like, oh, that's your purpose, You're getting right? them out of jail, yeah. And you see them at least twice a day when they drop the kids off and then pick them back up most days. But like, yeah, that instrumental job was tough. Like my first two years, I felt like, oh, I'm just inconveniencing these people. It's like 22, 23. That's hard. Like, everyone hates me. Blah, blah, blah. So I, I just like stayed it. in my own little corner, stayed in my lane. Then I got close with people. Pull, I pulled away this year but i've got my core few teachers that i hang out with? confide in and hang out with have you been at the same school the whole time i have bless you Thanks. i have wow that's awesome okay. yeah it's pretty cool and what about you joe have you been at the same yeah, school three years okay. same school cool so i think because i've been three different four different schools wow like my first year i taught at two different schools and then my second and third year was at a middle school and then my fourth year is here wow. and I think what I've just noticed is like people notice when you go the extra mile. So like being there till six o'clock at night, sometimes seven o'clock at night, sometimes like sure. knowing the janitor, like all the janitors know who I am, which is always funny, but yeah. it's yeah. good because my room's clean. Yeah, that's um, what's up. But um, yeah, I feel like the more you're just there for them, the more you're involved, the more people are going to realize that like you're legit. And they'll start I, calling I, I you. really learned sound corny but i've learned the power of community through teaching you know i'm just gonna leave it at that i I don't know i i it's been a tough year teaching wise but i am so grateful to be in this this position yeah like 
it's made me who I am, you know, like it's fun. It's really hard and can be really sad and mm-hmm. we've had a lot of tragedy in our town and it gets tough, but you know, you have those moments when you're like, This is why I'm doing this and it's not just for your own self. It's for like a greater good type of I mean, just being there for people, you know? Yeah, I was telling Joe earlier, you know, after my concert, I have the kids reflect and share their experience, what they enjoyed, something their family said. And I've had, I had two girls put up their hands and, you know, Miss Fackelman, my, my dad showed up and I didn't know he was going to be there. And like, how do you not get choked up? Like those moments where you're like, yes, it's wild. It's yeah. really wild. I think like... I mean, we all grew up in a community, which right. we're lucky to have done so. For yeah. sure. Um, I think as I've started teaching and teaching people of all different backgrounds and all different mm-hmm. worlds, knowing how lucky I was to have a tight-knit DIY Like, just the fact right. that I've known you two for, like, six years, probably. I think I met you guys my senior year of high school, maybe my freshman year of college. Yeah. And, yeah. I, like... I have, I could rely on you too. You know what I mean? I can right. message you for a show. I could ask you questions. And you know, at the very least, if we're around each other, like it's going to be a good hang. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. Catch up. It's, yeah. And I think that, like, I've become more grateful for that as a teacher because I realize, like, how much you can bring to a community as a positive influence. So, like, absolutely. being that as a teacher, it's, it's powerful how much just being there can make a difference That's for kids. Right. And, yeah. like, Music is important. Arts are important in schools. Like we know each other through music. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Joe and I know each other through our music program. Like yeah. Like what else do you say? It's it's definitely brings people together. Yeah. And I mean, even being outside of your like, because you two are obviously tight knit. But like, even being an outside viewer <laughs> of what you two are doing. Like just seeing on Facebook, seeing like the two concerts you two set up, and then like you're there, like that's out of control. And even seeing like you, I love your Facebook because it's like the most inspirational bullshit ninety percent of the time. Oh. <laughs> because like you'll post these like Go random Instagram. Well, it's dark. That I'm probably it's probably follow you on Instagram too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's cool because I know how passionate you are about it, yeah. and I know yeah. how much it means to you. And like seeing it work as another teacher it's like cool being like oh wait there's someone else that's in it for the right reasons and she's making a difference to her kids and they love her (laughs) and it's like cool because it's like i'm doing the same thing for my it's just it's it's cool seeing good people no i mean that's what i was thinking i was driving i mean i had a long hour and a half drive to get here and think about it And, and right before you said that i was thinking like wow this conversation like i'm feeling even more ready to teach next week. Yeah. The week before winter break. You know, the week yeah. where we're peeling kids off walls because we're like, Santa, 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 Santa. For <laughs> cookies, it's like, oh. Liars. We <laughs> had even... we had 10 Ooh. teachers absent today. <laughs> 10 Man. out of 25. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Yep. I haven't taken a day yet. I Yo, I try to take a day and then I get anxious because I'm like, nah, those kids are going to miss their lessons and I won't see them for 13 days then and then they're going to fall off and like my, i have to be there my kids yell at me really I, i've missed two and days they go what you know miss Fackle, uh where were you <laughs> yeah i was like throwing up i'm really sick you guys got me sick wash your hands you know yeah and like i've missed two days because of professional development and one because i don't know how it is in jersey but with new york you need to get like a crazy amount of professional development hours as a new teacher so it's always mm-hmm. ridiculous but and then i missed one day on monday because i just like i ended up doing like two shows in one day i said i am the avalanche on friday i was in a house show in newark at teddy's um rap brain records um on saturday and then sunday i was at like a wrestling party at my friend's house (laughs) and um i was like exhausted i woke up at six o'clock i was like i'm not going to school and i got in on tuesday and the kids were like why the fuck were you gone i'm like what and they're like we needed you i'm like what do you mean they're like miss so-and-so my co-teacher like she was mean and you weren't there to calm her down and i'm like all right oh that's so sweet it's fun man it's it's real crazy seeing like how much of a daily just being in the hallway you know yeah Yeah. i uh how many kids do you teach at a time um my smallest class is so i have seniors first period so if all of them were there it would be 20 sure but i teach more like four out of the 20 okay um my largest class is 38 
Wow. That's big. Yeah. yeah. I think in New Jersey, you can fill a classroom to 36 kids. Yeah. I think legally we're 40. So like yeah. on average, my classes are anywhere from like 28 to about 35. So you have a lecture six. hall kind of or like no. a bigger regular classroom? classroom. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you're doing, you do English, right? Mm-hmm. Do you tie music into your lessons? Oh, all the time. Oh, you guys would love this. Okay. Um, I do mob mentality. So trying to, we did this story called the lottery, which is like, I taught it in eighth grade when I was up at my old school, but I was Mm -hmm. teaching in high school now. Is that if you win the lottery, they throw rocks at you? Yeah, they throw rocks at you. (laughs) And I always teach this and the kids are always like, mister, why the hell do they throw rocks at everybody? And everyone (laughs) goes along with it. And I'm like, wait, you guys never heard of mob mentality. And they're like, what's that? So I'll show them videos of um, just different like social experiments. Their minds are blown. But I end the lesson every time. I've taught it three years now. I end the lesson with videos from hardcore shows. So the first <laughs> first year I taught it, I showed them weekend nachos. And they're and I showed them code orange. So they're sitting there and like it's a bunch of eighth grade kids mm-hmm. and you just see this scrawny man behind a drum kit being like Philadelphia and all their mouths just drop. But what's cool too is like this year I'm teaching in an inner city in um, school in New York. So I showed them Burn, a New York hardcore band from mm-hmm. like the nineties. And they saw a person of color fronting a band where there was people like jumping off of each other's heads and trying to murder each other. And they're like, yo, this is kind of wild, Mr. Vezza. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Y'all should do this. Mob <laughs> mentality. That's neat. That's a cool one. Yeah. I, I like try to show my band kids ska to get them into it. Like, oh, there's Tremona this. Look. I have a really high Jamaican population in my school. So we listen to a lot of dub and a lot of reggae. That's sick. And it's like, they'll be studying and I'll be like, oh. And I'll just put like some ska songs on. Hell yeah. They really, really like um, the Suicide Machines. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I have one class that's like super into it. Yeah, that's cool. And that, you know, that's another way to relate to kids. I, um, my kids are doing like something written. I will often play Carly from Slingshot Dakota's um, solo oh, album for awesome. them. And I've played like Use Big Words for my classes as they're like doing work. Yeah. That's awesome. Just try to. Nice, in nice there. feeling music. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but last year I kept on texting you about mathcore band. Well, not mathcore, but like uh, instrumental, like math rock bands. Yes, yeah. And you were sending me like Piglet and the Most and all these different bands, and it was because when I had my study hall, I would play instrumental math rock like Totoro. That's awesome. In the background, and they yeah, were like, oh, they were kind of about it. That's perfect cool. music for that. Too. Yeah, yeah. You just like kind of focus on whatever you're doing. Yeah, just jam out to it. Yeah, it's cool. I've like I've showed one or two kids like the music that I do. I'll show them towards the end of the year. I don't. I have a YouTube channel. Like they'll comment on it. Like Mr. Scout, one kid commented like, "Thank you for making me love the drums even more." Oh, that's it's awesome. like one of my favorite students who said. It. I was like, "Oh, that's so fucking sick." So now, now my YouTube channel because I don't like I barely do it anymore, but it's all like comments from my students. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Scala, what's up? The um, it's really funny if you actually um, do you ever hear the band Captain We're Sinking? Yeah, yeah. The, the, their singer is a teacher now too, oh, and cool. a lot of his videos. They broke up, right? Yeah, they recently broke up, which is a bummer. Yeah, um, they're cool. They're, I didn't love their last album. The one before that is phenomenal, though. But if you look at like a bunch of acoustic videos from Fest, it's like these Fest sets, and all of them being like, "Mr. Barnett's the man." <laughs> I made fun of him in social studies, and I'm just like, "That's awesome." <laughs> Happens with Folly too, because the singer teaches uh, high school or whatever. But mm-hmm. like. I've seen That's th- right. on YouTube. I've I seen comments. I forgot the singer of Folly teaches high school. Yeah, yeah. That's like the bass player. The number twelve looks like he was like a principal now. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I met him recently. J JP or whatever. Yeah, the one that's not in the band anymore because the guitarist. Oh, okay. The number twelve. The only original members now are the guitarist and the singer. Oh, okay. But out of the original lineup that broke up back in like 2012, that bass player is now. A principal of a school district oh, in wow. New Jersey. That's so school. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Watch us like our principal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's cool if you can make it work like doing music for fun. Like not like none of us are like we play music. It's an outlet and like, you know, we play a lot. Yeah. But I, I would it doesn't take away from our jobs, you know. No. You get the balance of both. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Some weeks I'm not sure it's just more of one or the other and it's like i don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. but you know that's kind of part of it i guess can i throw like a curveball in here do we have time for a curveball how much time we got yeah we can do in our five ten minutes we gotta get to that show but yeah yeah. let me ask you a question 
That's right. So my kids ask me constantly, when are you getting married? Because I'm 25. And they're like, oh, so. And they found out I've been dating the same person since high school. So they're like, oh, you're going to get married, right? And I tell them like, oh, no, we have no plans of getting married. We don't want to have kids. Have you two run into that yet? Of them being like, do you have kids? Are you going to have kids? Why don't you want kids? Liz, you go first. Yes, definitely yes. Um, and it's so funny with the little ones because they don't have those social nuances. Mm-hmm. They go, "You don't, you don't have kids. You're not married." They go, "You have no one." You know? <laughs> I go, no, no, no. I have family. I have friends. Like, but you live alone now. I have a housemate. Like, yeah, it's it's sick. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but um. More so from teachers, you know. Oh, yeah, I get it same. so much from teachers. Like, That's what I was gonna man. say. Like, oh, you've been with your girlfriend for a while. You're gonna get married. Gonna, what? Yeah. Oh, you are, and your life sucks ass. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yo, shut up. <laughs> yeah, like I listen to you complain about your kids every day. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We deal with enough kids at work. That's what I say. I have 150 kids. I love. I don't need mm-hmm. more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I get that. <laughs> it is true. I get that a lot more from adults than I do anything else. Yeah. Well, I guess we are adults, so more other adults. <laughs> <laughs> we are adults. Isn't we're that, so not. Isn't that weird? We're adults. I don't know. What a grown man. I'm 28. I'm 28. We're 20. Yeah. You're 28. You guys are 28. We're 28. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're not that much. That, no, you're you're 25. 26. Yeah, I'm 25. Okay. Yeah. So you're not that much older than me. Same shit. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing until I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, until my body falls apart, Teaching I'll be playing. And playing, and playing. Music. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's something that makes me feel like for the first time in years, I'm happy with my job. I love what I'm doing and I feel really gratified. So it's like. What more could you. Yeah. Ask for. Yeah. Like I'm proud of the person I am. I'm proud of the things I do. You know, it's it's Preach, cool. Man. It's cool even work every day feeling like you did something. Yeah, it's true. I think we're doing the right thing. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> some, days, some days I walk out, I'm like, oh, man. You're always going to have I wasn't as patient as I could have been. I, I feel really bad. I feel really guilty. But we're human. Yeah. I don't scream at the kids. I don't yell at the kids. It's not how I am. Yeah. Have you ever yelled at a child? I can't hear you yell. Well, I, I know my what you first, sound like My yelling. first year I yelled. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> fucking Dun, 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 dun. No, it was like, <laughs> no. I, I call the kid son. I yelled at him and called him son at the end because I was so mad. I've totally called the kid son before. It's yeah. Rad. Yeah. It was, I was heated. Um, I'll, I'll get to I a place less. where I'm like, it's not cute. It's not funny. Look around. Look at the kids around you. No one's laughing. You know? Yeah. I, I go in, but never yelling. Yeah. That's what really confuses them. Oh, I win. <laughs> so they feel it, but they... Well, yeah. now I don't... Yeah, now I just look... I look visibly pissed off and I look at my watch because I'm like, you're just wasting my mm-hmm. time. I, w- I went off on a kid the other day because I found out that they were changing grades. They, like, would sneak onto oh. my computer and furious. But I looked this child dead in the eyes and I was like, it's hard to earn someone's trust. It's even harder to get it back. <laughs> that's so badass dude. life lesson yeah you know? it's like a wwe line or some oh, shit that's, like. that's the real goal though is wrestling so. <laughs> yeah. oh man that's sick yeah i've um i can't really yell i try i'll be like yo stop like if, if it's like super loud like if i have a, a cafeteria full of like 60 kids all holding fucking instruments like trombones and shit mm-hmm. it's playing as loud as i can but it's never like a stern talking to. Like I'll I'll say shit that's like heavy, but I won't be mad when I say it. like yeah. right. you get through to them a little more. And w- if I ever find that I raise my voice or I act out of line to what I think is okay, I always make a point to go, okay, you know what? I apologize. I lost my temper. That wasn't cool. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna take a breath. If you want to do that with me, you can. Like you teaching those yeah. self regulating skills. Like it's oh, it's so important. I wish every I hope every teacher does it at some point. Like you have to, you can show them it's okay to apologize. It's okay to mess up and like, look how quickly we can move on. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think even like commending them for apologizing. Like that's a yes. big thing with me, with my high schoolers is I'll have a kid blow up. They'll run out of the, they'll storm out of the room. They'll throw something. They come in to me. And if they apologize, I tell them like, that's a really adult and really important thing you did. And that means a lot to me as a person. And they're just like, okay, cool. Yeah. They and leave then happy. You, you know, yeah. They they're gonna be with you the rest yeah. of the time that you're teaching them 
um, the other day I had something, a little issue with, um, you know, fifth graders telling fourth graders they're going to punch them in the face and I'm going to get my sister to beat you up. And I caught wind of it. So as all of fifth grade was walking in from recess, I said, all right, boys and girls, like in the hallway, very calm. First thing I say is if you told someone you're going to punch them, you did literally the worst thing you possibly could have to handle whatever you needed to. I'm going to be in this hallway for two minutes. If you think I'm talking about you, come see me. It's okay with your teachers. We'll have a talk. Um, if you choose not to, I mean, I'll probably find out. But, you know, it's you, be responsible and own up to it. And two kids came, sat in the hallway. Like, you know, I sat with them on the floor, talked for like 10 minutes. Like, we you know, we closed off with like, look, you're not going to have an adult that you can run to all the time. So you ignore it. You walk away and then you go find someone. And, you know, of course, how to go to the dean it was a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. I respect those kids even more so because they came to me, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's going to mean a lot to them when they get older that a teacher, an adult Hope sat so. down with them. And, and help, help someone they're in those. Yeah. They're in those situations. Yeah. There's more life skills than just like you know knowing your math. Like I mean, that's yeah. We don't just too. teach our curriculum. No, it's yeah. so much more. No, yeah. than teach that. them how to be people. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like I tell everybody, I tell this to all my kids. It's just if I can give you a place where you feel comfortable and feel nice, like good enough to explore the space for 45 minutes a day, I did right. my job. I'm happy. Yeah. Amen. Do you ever make any kids cry? Any good stories? Oh, so many. Yeah. I got a good. I got a handful. <laughs> yeah, you I do. Think you've told you me do. some. I think you like made fun of a kid for playing bad, didn't you? Well, <laughs> it was all in good fun. I mean, like, was just, it good fun though? I think I was just playing so many bands that, like, when something's, I'll, I'll like, I know how to make, you know, like fix stuff. But like, one kid thought I was picking on him once and just broke down. Like, you always pick on me. And I'm like, well, you don't. You never know you what you're doing. <laughs> you never oh, know. There's a girl. Like, you never practice. Oh, you tell me. You leave your flute in my classroom all week. Yeah. So I see the evidence that you're not even trying. It's like I'm gonna be kind of mad. And then you, know? you snap the flute over your knee. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I've I've made kids cry, but I have more like. Like bathroom accident stories, elementary school. Oh, tell oh I can imagine. So my first year teaching, it's a half day schedule. You know, there's like 10 minute class before the concert. I've got like 12 kids in this little closet of a room. Boy raises his hand. Miss Packleman, can I go to the bathroom? And I'm like, we have 10 more minutes. Do you think you can hold it? He said, yes. He should have said no. Five minutes later, he puts his hand up. He's like, oh, Miss Packleman, I think I had an accident. And... It smells like shit. Oh, no. There's no windows. Like, there's nothing. So, okay. It's my first year. I was like, uh, go, go to the nurse. And so he leaves the room. Five minutes later, lesson's done. I take my prep. I'm getting ready. I go outside in the hallway. I come back to my room. Knock, knock, knock on my door. The kid's back. It's like, oh, you need your viola? He's like, the nurse wasn't there. Oh, like, oh no. Okay, no. baby. We'll, we'll walk. We'll go to the office. You know, we'll figure it out. We go to the office. Secretaries are like, what? Like, oh, you know, our friend had an accident. And she just looks at him and is like, just sit on that chair. So they sat. He's like, sat in it. It's oh, terrible. terrible. That's so bad. Next day, the teacher comes up to me like, what happened to so-and-so? I was like, oh, you know, couldn't hold it, I guess. He's like, that's, that's our smartest kid in our school. He's a third grader. Like, how? And I was like, yeah, man, things happen, and I'm, like, sweating. I'm, like, oh, my God, I should let this kid go to the bathroom. Oh, oh my God, then another <sighs> I have many of these stories. I'll tell one more. It's quick. It's quick. Um, yeah, kids in the bathroom, and lunch teachers are, like, we need your help. We need your help. And there's – it's a mess in the bathroom, and this kid comes out, and he's just, like – I just couldn't stop pooping. <laughs> I just kept saying it, you know, and I don't know why I was like the person these lunch aides were like, oh, Miss Falcon's got this. Like she got, but, but I did, you know, I helped the kid out. Yeah, there you but, go. That's all they got to do. Support oh, system. Man. It's more it's than the, just the curriculum. <laughs> my kids just vape in the bathroom all the time. Oh, <laughs> shit. Vaping is such a big problem with high school. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Oh, I bet. So easy to, yeah, it's easy. I've seen in books. I was teaching high school once. Uh, I was like a long-term sub somewhere. And I shouldn't have done this, but I said fuck in front of a kid. <laughs> I had that, though. And I was like, yeah, dude, I, he, a kid was like in a gym just on a swivel chair, full force, like right around. like, dude, I don't want you to fucking hurt, man. Like, stop. And he looked at me like I broke the fourth wall, and his fucking mind was blown that I, that I said fuck. It's like, 
yeah, I'm a person. Like, stop being stupid. Like, I think my favorite is like I tell my kids in the beginning of every year. One of the first things I tell them is, "Hey, it's two things I'm gonna be really bad at this year." And they're like, "What?" And they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "If you start crying in my classroom, I don't know how to comfort you. I will pat you on the back. That's about it." The other thing, if you throw up, I'll clean it, but I cannot. I'm I not, will also throw up. No, 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 <laughs> not even I'll also throw. I'll throw. I'll clean up. Throw up. I cannot provide the emotional support somebody needs after vomiting in public. <laughs> like you vomit in your high school, 10th grade or 12th grade classroom. I'll clean it. We'll take care of that. That's no problem. I don't know what to do for you. <laughs> You're on your own. And all the kids are like, oh, we got you, Mr. Resnick. Like, Hell yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, man. Teachers who rock. Teachers who rock. That's it. Ooh. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, both of you. Thanks Thank for you. having yeah, us. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, totally. Um, First time caller, long time fan. <laughs> <laughs> you have this uh, in every episode? Uh, we're, we're counting on the winter break over here. Us teachers. We got about a good, a healthy five days. We got days. some fun holiday things planned. This we got hot chocolate in the... Oh, oh, what is that thing? This thing goes ah! back. All right, we got to go. Thanks. Oh, no. Subscribe to the podcast. Okay, Teach bye. if you want. Bye. Oh, wait. Uh, follow. Go to chokeartistnj.com. I'm not on Facebook anymore. They they banned me from Facebook. Subscribe S- to NJ. Someone reported, someone reported my fake name because I'm a teacher, so I had a fake name. Someone no, reported it. So just go, just go to Choke Artist stuff. Okay, bye. <laughs>